Hey, everybody, and welcome back to another edition of the BH Sales Kennel Kelp Holistic Healing Hour. Some of you, by your invitation, when it is applicable, my two church mice, Forever Peter and Paul, I think they probably left the room. They're here all the time. <laughs> Ubiquitous audience, however you got here, thank you for doing so. We do grow exponentially with your help, and we are growing exponentially with your help by paying it forward, and we do really appreciate that. Quickly, my YouTube channel is Grandpa Bill at Bill. Holt8792. Please do like us, subscribe, share us if you're comfortable in doing so. And then these three daily podcasts here, some of you know that. Thanks again. And today in the wings, I'm welcoming Simone Luthi, and he's going to speak for himself here in just a second. And he'll elaborate on this while I have to go off screen to myself to read his bio that he was so kind to send me. We'll elaborate on that, how we met in Podmatch and so forth a little bit at the end. That's why I don't have his uh, bio that was there, so he was wonderful to send it back. So here we go. Let me read a little bit about his bio, and we'll get right to Simone Ludi to speak for himself. Simone Ludi is the CEO and founder of Healthy, and that's H-E-L-T-H-E-E dot world, a unique wellness hyphen as hyphen a hyphen service there's a reason for that he'll expand upon it software platform helping companies save money on healthcare costs and encouraging their employees to stay or get healthy <laughs> i know i'm going to struggle with this simone has service as serves as the founder and chief wellness officer at sacred healing llc where he has leveraged a personal health crisis to enhance the well-being of hundreds of clients with a focus on healing trauma, physical pain, mental and emotional limitations. Simone is the creator, and I'm using my quotation fingers radio, folks, when you hear it, I'm literally using my quotation fingers, applied neurocellular therapy, which combines modern technology and ancient wisdom into a unique and powerful healing modality and i'm going to welcome my new friend simone luthi and please tell us all about yourselves and what we didn't get to is the pod match arena so please make sure you do for sure we're calling attention to his website so i'm going to let him do that for us welcome simone and take it away please tell us all about simone and what you do and how you do it and welcome uh, bill wonderful to be here with you tonight and uh, i know we've talked in the pre-show a little bit about that you know we planned this for six months and travel and time zones and all these things so uh, i was really 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 looking forward to uh well, well suffice it to say it's a new world it's <laughs> a new world and we'll we'll leave it at that we'll leave it that's at right that. that's right and um yeah um you did a wonderful job um Thank you. you know i've been in corporate america for a good 30 years and it got me sick twice um you know that tells you something about what's wrong <laughs> <laughs> uh, but really, uh, for me, it was a wake-up call, so to speak, a little bit of uh, you know midlife crisis that you you know I paid attention to and got I me remember, where I'm at I today. I remember it well. Midlife midlife crisis. Continue, continue. Uh, yeah, it's an opportunity to really kind of rethink and relook at your life and uh, and make some changes if you're bold enough, um, you know, to kind of really look into what's what's happening. 
And, uh, you know, if you had told me 10 years ago that I would be really, really super passionate about health and wellness and changing uh, the way we think about healthcare in America and having become a certified death doula and all the things that I do in kind of my healing arts business, uh, I would have probably said, no, there's no way I'm not, you know, I was still in the rat race and still, you know, trying to get to the top. And um, I have to say it's been an absolute wild ride, but uh, absolutely wonderful. So for anyone that's, you know, and maybe we'll touch a bit more on it, but is interested in in hearing and reading more of my story. So you can go to www.simonluthi.com, S-I-M-O-N-L-U-T-H-I.com or sacredhealing.us and you know i talk a bit more about that in personal videos and in my bio but uh you know i think we're talking about a really fun topic today that i am super passionate about and again thanks for all you do bill thanks for having me on the show absolutely so go ahead take it away whichever whichever way you want to start it as we talked about in the green room i want to make sure you get unfettered access and we have plenty of time to go back and forth so take it away yeah, wonderful, wonderful. Well, my story really started in 2016 when I was in a uh, muggy schoolhouse in the Dominican Republic and uh, started to have shoulder pain. And I was in my mid-40s at the time, and I thought, well, perhaps all the physical labor is getting to me. You know, it's like, okay, I'm getting too old for this stuff. Ouch. Um, yeah, Ouch. exactly. <laughs> Unfortunately, that, that pain didn't go away, and it actually got worse. So from, you know, my right shoulder to my left shoulder, and then into my hands and into my hips, and had a really hard time uh, moving about. And... Um, you know, was misdiagnosed the first time by my orthopedic surgeon, um, had to go into physical therapy. Um, they put me on all these electrotherapy and the electrodes and all that. Yeah. Many of us probably been through it. Um, you know, I didn't know that I had an electromagnetic hypersensitivity at the time that actually this whole machine oh, made boy. me even worse than, <laughs> I'm uh, sure. you know, I'm sure. was. Um, all the way I was in Arizona at the time, and you go to the top clinic there, um, you know, seeing um, a rheumatologist and was misdiagnosed the second time. Um, and, you know, the crazy thing is, um, I'll come back to that in a second, that so many clients that I see these days have these so-called mystery illnesses and autoimmune and all that. And, and they just put you on pills and, and it, you know, it, hel it Boy, helps. Don't they? Boy, don't they? Don't they? Right, Continue. Right. Continue. But, uh, but it just doesn't really, you know, ever get to the root cause of it. So I had to travel all the way to Germany uh, with a fabulous doctor there. I was properly diagnosed with a heavy metal toxicity with environmental pesticides in my system and a food allergy. And so from the moment that I, you know, got help and had the chelation to get heavy metals out, changed my diet, um, I started to get better. Now, it's not like an overnight thing, but I'm happy time. to report, it right? Time. It takes I'm here time. not taking any medication whatsoever. And uh, at the same time, I also was introduced to Dr. Alberto Bioldo that uh, perhaps many of your listeners are familiar with. He is uh, uh, someone that brought kind of the, the South American Correct. Uh, energy medicine and shamanism into the Western world um, and trained with uh, with him. And, and that's kind of opened up my world into this uh, world of energy healing. And um, and it's been just an absolutely fascinating It's a wonderful journey. field to be involved in. And the more that people get edified to it, they're going to be pleasantly surprised if they're not familiar with it to this juncture. So take it away, please. It's a wonderful yeah, Exactly. And um, so interestingly enough, right, I came um, 
out of all of this and and was kind of in resistance to it because I feel you know energy in my hands for the first time. I'm interested in in all of this, but I'm still corporate executive and uh, and I thought all about like oh what are people going to think if I'm you know they know what I'm doing kind of on the side. Isn't um, it great? Isn't it great when you go oh I can scratch my left ear again? I'm kidding a little bit, but isn't it great that you can right. do that? Yeah, that's right. That's right. Just. Just dressing myself again was was amazing, right by myself. That was exactly. uh, that was that was a small victory sometimes. That's right, absolutely. Uh, but anyway, I was you know they always say when the student is ready, the teacher will show up, and I had uh, some amazing um, um, healers from around the world, so indigenous medicine men and women that showed up that I was able to train. So I trained with a healer from Hawaii and with uh, wow. uh, one of the indigenous 13 grandmothers um, in Alaska. And as I said, with the Four Winds, uh, Alberta's organization and um, have really been um, doing my private practice, I guess, as a, as a personal passion while still uh, working in corporate America. Um, up until I got sick the second time. So 2020 was, you know, a hard year for many of us, uh, let's just say. It's because it was for a lot of reasons, right? <laughs> continue, continue. That's right. Was It was a bit of a, uh, yeah, it, it was definitely much, much harder than, uh, than Absolutely. I So I had, a, I had a bout with cancer um, oh, in, in addition God. to that. And I thought, um, you know, are we done up here? Yeah, really. Like, you know, Is it like... supposed to be in threes or whatever? <laughs> you know, whatever. Yeah, yeah go ahead. You know, like you this just... favorite quote in, in uh, Evan Almighty when he says, right. like, smite right. me, you almighty smiter. Right. And, uh, right. you know, that's what, <laughs> that was a little bit of my year. Uh, but again, um, my encouragement for those of you that are listening is really about it doesn't show up against you. It's, it's really showing up for you. Right. It's a question of are you having the courage to um, – listen to look into it why is this showing up for me um and that's really where i got into um the the death to low work afterwards so again it showed up um and for me it was a matter of um starting to talk more positively and we'll talk a little bit about vibration and, and how do. vibration and, when you're ready and, uh, and words of energy right um and um i I realized that my mom would always say, oh, boys, you have to go get a colonoscopy and colonoscopy runs right. in the family. Right. Uh, and I would say, well, cancer is not my future. Well, the universe, unfortunately, doesn't understand the word no or not, right? No. And <laughs> from the moment that I uh, changed that verbiage from cancer is not my future <laughs> to I live a long and healthy life, I'm healthy. Same desired outcome, but different words and different choice of words. All of that went away. So I'm happy to report that I've been, you know, in remission for three years, everything, and I'm planning to, to live a long and healthy life. So That's beautiful. Uh, there is definitely, you know, truth in, in the way we think about stuff. Um, but the, the real interesting thing for me uh, is as my private practice started to go and I'm phasing out of corporate America. Correct. Um, it was, I started to kind of, figure out who is coming to see me, you know, what are some of the cases? Um, and I've had some miraculous thing once and done, you know, come with, you know, chronic nerve pain with migraines. Um, and I have others where it's taken a couple, it's like going to, you know, kind right. of the chiropractor just, and then the most peculiar client type is the one that doesn't work at all. Now there's a little bit of the ego, right? When someone comes to you and like says, you know, can you, can you heal me? Well, it's not me. I just let kind of this healing energy go right. and flow. So it's kind of activating someone's uh, own healing abilities. Uh, but that 
particular type of client, when it doesn't work at all, I was very, very curious as to what is actually happening in that person. Because I do the same thing, right? I'm, yeah. you know, uh, and that's really where I uh, started with, and you mentioned it in uh, the preview, the applied neurocellular therapy. I realized that there is some kind of a neurological pathway, we could also call it the subconscious, right. that is kind of skeptical. Okay, I'm going to go see this guy. You know, hear great things, but I'm not really sure that he can really help me. They would never tell me that, you know, they're skeptical, but they are skeptical, or they may not even know that they're skeptical, but the subconscious mind is overriding all the desire to, to becoming healthy. And uh, so I was looking at ways of how do I help someone um, basically sever the neurological pathways from the cellular structure long enough so that I can go in and remove ancestral trauma, remove, you know, other pains and wherever the source is of, of what's, what, what ailment they're, they're coming right. to me for. Um, and so that's really where I started to look into psilocybin uh, as one of the substances that seem to be very, very promising. We'll talk a little bit about that. And then the other one is because psilocybin is still, you know, a, a schedule one substance in the United States and it's uh, illegal in most of the states. Unfortunately, I think we're getting there slowly but surely. Yep. Um, I found this absolutely amazing um, um, technology in Germany. It's the Lucia lamp. It's a hypnagogic lamp that basically creates an LSD-like state right. um, in your brain, but completely drug-free. And I'm able to get someone into kind of that state of a you know LSD high. Uh, without them really taking substances, it doesn't, and, and, and the high kind of, you know, obviously right. lasts more right. than 30, 40 minutes. And it thank, you for, thank you for clarifying that. Quick interjection, <laughs> quick interjection, really not to get sidetracked, medical, medical cannabis, medical psilocybin, medical ketamine. It's not 1968 under a bridge, hey man type of thing. And thank you for making that clear. Continue. continue. It's not that type of thing. Continue. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And, you know, it's um, um, it's so interesting to me. So we now have at least some technology. That, and that's why I say applied neurocellular therapy is nothing more than, you know, combining modern technology with ancient wisdom. And it's it's been very, very promising. Uh, but at the same token, um, I really got interested in, you know, I heard from a, from a friend, oh, have you heard about, you know, this magic mushroom and this microdosing and, and all yeah. that, right? Yeah. And I think NPR even had a, a brilliant show about soccer moms in Colorado that uh, that are microdosing. They're off their uh, their depression, anti-depression um, pills. And so that's really when I started to look into wh what is it really? Um, what does it do? Where are we in the U.S.? How do we got here? Um, and it's fascinating to see that, uh, you know, after a 50-year hiatus, after Nixon nixed everything, no pun right. intended. Good old, good old Dickie. But anyway, continue. continue. Um, you know, uh, we're slowly starting to get into um, uh, some really promising research, and uh, a lot of the universities in the U in the US are uh, are doing it. Um, you know, Johns Hopkins, I know, is is working on on, on some research. NYU is, uh, Yale is, UCLA, uh, UC Berkeley. Um, and it's fascinating to see, but even those universities, I think about this craziness, like they still have to then apply, um, for a, uh, I think they call it a, a special permit, a, a research Correct. registration or something from the Correct. EEA, the drug enforcement administration, um, to basically, uh, have a permit so they can actually study this. Right. 
Um, and so then they, of course, have to also comply with strict regulations and all the reporting requirements. But it, the good news is, I think, is that we are finally seeing a world where uh, some of these things are, at the very least, decriminalized or not enforced. Correct. And hopefully we will see more and more out of this research coming out where, you know, we go, look, look there is something here that is worth paying attention to. So that's kind of in a nutshell of you know how we how we how we got here. And I, if, you, I'm if just... you need if you need a sip, go for it for sure. And I'll just interject real quickly. We're certainly not there yet up here in Maine, but we're starting to for psilocybin medically. We're we're starting to platform it a little bit more at the state legislative level. So I would I think we're you know a ways away, but I think as 2024 becomes in probably. A year out to two years out, I think it may happen here in Maine. There's a pretty good there's a pretty good push for it, but without getting political or whatever, as we know, there's a little bit of bureaucracy to it as well. So continue. continue. Yeah, absolutely, and it, it's great to see. And maybe this is also a good time to you know have a disclaimer. I'm not a medical doctor. I right. come at this purely me, me neither, from you know neither. my own. So you know, like use this as as entertainment and information, and like really do your own research. Uh, but it's interesting to me, right, that that Oregon is kind of at the forefront of all right. of this. They are. Uh, you know, it's now legal for a therapeutic use, which would mean by itself that Oregon has recognized that Correct. it is actually helpful in a therapeutic way. Colorado now, it's it's legal for personal use. It's still kind of wonky, I think, from my understanding of wh whether you can actually possess it or not and grow it or not. Uh, California Mission, I think, have decriminalized it. Um, and like you said, there's other states that have some sort of legislature push, um, you know, to kind we've of at least open the door, you know, we've at least opened the door. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. And maybe this is a good time to just talk a little bit about psilocybin. I'm not sure how many people actually, you know, what it what it is and what it does. So, yeah, the magic mushroom, I think, is sort of the, the nickname of it. Um, there's many, many species um, around the world. There really are. It's, I mean, it's like the mushroom, of course, like the mushrooms that grow wild in, in their environment. There's so many species of. That's right. And, and actually, several countries, this is how crazy it is, like some of these mushrooms grow in the wild and you're not allowed to eat them. That's right? correct. Because <laughs> correct, 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 correct. So, so it's a, it's kind of a crazy world we're in, but but we now know that uh, that you know some of these uh, mushrooms have been consumed um, thousands of years ago. I think the the Aztecs and the Maya, from what Aztecs I understand, Aztecs and the is, Mayans have a very uh, rich history. Yes, of of all of that, and uh, and they really used these in religious and spiritual ceremonies. Um, and really, it's up until the fifties when the Western you know scientists become to study it. I think there's correct. a uh, there's a mycologist named Gordon Watson that really started to document the first time that these, you know, psilocybin mushrooms, uh, uh, you know, are are seem to be doing something and and kind of enter this psychedelic states of sorts. Um, and you know, the interesting thing to me with these mushrooms is it's it's kind of like a truth serum. So it depends a little bit on the really dosage, is. obviously, that you're going under. Um, but mushrooms mm. are funny. They they have a good sense of humor. They really do. Um, they really do. And and so the interesting thing, of course, is, and I think that's where you know government and regulations and and usage and even the universities are starting to figure out. Yeah, of course, you can go on a mad psychedelic trip with these. Oh, of course. With, with the of help course. of these mushroom friends, right? Of course. But you also can uh, can start to alter the mind long enough, right? Um, so it's not 
you're you're not really out of it out of it per se correct uh, it doesn't impair your your driving abilities but it gives you um a, a state deep enough right where you right. can really start to treat people. So we see really good successes in people that uh, have kind of addiction succession that, um, you know, whether it's smoking and or alcohol, um, there is a lot of the studies now on PTSD and uh, and kind of mental disorders uh, as well. And I find this, you know, just fascinating. But the other thing too, the, you know, the mushrooms, they're kind of truth, truth tellers. They will tell you, or it will tell oh, you if, if how it you... is. If you want to listen, sometimes they, it, because it takes away the inhibition, it takes away the inhibition, you know. Yeah, you know, exactly. Yeah, continue, continue. Exactly. And um, so for me, um, you know, the interesting thing is um, I was treated at, uh, you know, full full disclosure at Johns Hopkins for, uh, for my cancer. Correct. And I've actually asked my uh, oncologist there, who is head of the... Uh, lymphoma department of like, you know, hey, are you doing something with it? And it was, I was very surprised that uh, they're not yet. It hasn't really gotten the cancer radar. So at Johns Hopkins, they're really looking at this more from treating major depressive disorders, uh, you know, and I think the disorders like addiction. Um, and, but it's interesting to me that, that we haven't really gotten there yet. But I think from what I understand, at least there is starting to talk about, well, if it's helpful here, um, it's got to be helpful in, in, in other places, right? Because it's really uh, kind of the mushrooms, what it really does is it's, it's changing uh, the brain structure and function. Um, and so if it's useful in depression and addiction therapy, right? So I go back to what I mentioned before. If I'm saying cancer is not in my future and maybe inadvertently I manifested it myself, you know, to bring it on. That's, right? getting in touch with the, that's getting in touch with the innate trait to do so. So that's great. That's great. Right? And so now as we're starting to like change the brain structure and function and, and focusing more on healing, right? And right now what, what's happening is on the cancer uh, research, they're, they're focusing it more on um, what happens to someone's psyche when they are diagnosed with, with cancer. Right. And I've been there. It, it sucks. It's, it's, and, and my no heart one, goes no out one, to all of you out there. Nobody wants, nobody, hey, guess what? You it's, got cancer. It, you know, no. Yes. And, it, and it brings you closer to your own mortality, course, right? And that's, that can be very, very scary for, for some people. And so, um, but I find it interesting that that's where they're starting, right? To basically make sure people are not jumping off a cliff uh, mentally uh, by something that's coming there. But I really, truly do feel like there is there is something here. And, you know, if you're interested, you can go again to my to my website, uh, com. Under the blogs, I wrote a blog on, on psilocybin. And for me, it's still, you know, is it the miracle breakthrough? You and I, you and I talked about your blog. Right? You and I talked about your blog. It's, an, it's, it's superlative. It's superlative. Continue. And, um, and so that's kind of the interesting thing for me now, right? So, again, going back to my work, why I started this in the first place is, if we can have a breakthrough with patients and clients where anything doesn't work, right? We're going even to the placebo effect. Why does it work in people that, you know, get the placebo? And then for me, is it, why doesn't it work in people that come to me that obviously made a step to make an appointment? Correct. Um, I really, truly do believe that, again, altering the, the, the brain state, the neurological pathways can have um, a, a breakthrough in the way that the cell structure can can start to regenerate. And to your earlier point, 
when we go from our conscious mind, we it's the monkey mind and blah, 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 and all that stuff. When we get in touch with our subconscious, that's that's the starting point right there, too. When we because your subconscious can keep you in that maze that it, however old we are for 10 years, 20, 30, 40, and it can actually even predetermine your future by being in that spiral. So it's so great for the, from the relaxation of the releasing of the inhibitions. I, I think it's great. And I have no problem exchanging. I talk about it all the time. I, I got treated with psilocybin for my alcoholism with a combination of a lot of other things, natural clays for one, and it just diminished the craving. I mean, it diminished the cravings relatively quickly. That's pretty wild. And I've, been, for, for... and I've been blessed that I haven't picked up for a really long time and I have no desire to. It diminished the cravings. That's amazing. I mean, I don't know, Bill, whether you, you mind sharing perhaps with, with, you know, people listening on this. So was it a doctor that you found? It, it, that, it, well, <laughs> or... bear in my soul, bear in my soul. I had to kind of do it, you know, alternative ways because it isn't legal, legal. But eventually, <laughs> to answer your question, I have a clinician that's great that uh, I also I've also have uh, been prescribed ketamine, which is wonderful yep. for my for my fractionated brain. So eventually, to answer your question, at first, no, I had to kind of seek it out. You know what I'm saying? And then by seeking it out and and knowing from way back when I did used to do it recreation, way back in the '60s, it, you know, I did know, I did know what it availed. So long story short, I finally got a clinician that, you know, helped me with it and is able to prescribe it. And, they, yeah, and, he's, and he's, he's integral, by the way, to my earlier point about maybe getting it done here in Maine. So let's hope. Let's hope. But yeah, no, I have no problem sharing that at all. No, because... this is great. Listen, and the reason I'm asking you this is like there's so many stories of doctors. And again, this isn't about bashing. Yeah, you know, I hear you. Many people doing great, great, great work in, in the medical there system. Are. We need there more are. of you. Uh, but I think what I'm starting to really raise my voice on is that we have to become better advocates for ourselves, that even a doctor doesn't know everything. And again, when a diagnosis is being made, be careful what kind of thoughts you put into a client's or in a patient's mind, right? Just because somebody has you know, an MD next to their title and they went to medical school for eight or 10 years. Exactly. And I mean, right? it, and I have all due respect for physicians too. Nobody's, a, well, I shouldn't say nobody's a God. That's a subject for another time, but they're not gods. I mean, they're, they're human. They're human. And again, in defense of, and I don't cast any aspersions, let me say this very tactfully. Western medicine is a little bit tiny, slower than catching up, but I think it is. But I think yeah, it, it is showing it is. signs. So my point is, is I think those old mindsets, and then I'll probably get in some eye trouble on this, and I mean it with all due respect, the way that they've been trained in most of the medical schools in years past, kind of sort of how could they know much about it in, in that regard? But I do think we're turning that corner in the Western medicine. Are you finding that concurrence in your? Endeavor? I mean, you know, based on what I'm seeing on at least the research on psilocybin, 
seems to show that there is a, a certain openness. Right. And even even in in energy medicine and in, in, in you know the work that I do, there are some surgeons that have actually recognized by having someone. So Reiki is one probably the most prominent or Reiki's most, wonderful. most known. Right. So there's Reiki practitioners that are now sitting actually in the OR and performing Reiki, and they have seen a 30 to 40 percent faster recovery rate for patients that do this versus the patients that are not. So, right. The fact that actually Western medicine is starting to pay attention, you know, thank you. Thank you. Thank it's you. Promising. I mean, it's, it's, it's promising. It's promising. And, and we just need more of it, right? So my passion really is uh, on, the, on the autoimmune, right? The mystery illnesses, because I would say probably every second or third client, yeah, probably every second that is coming to me has some sort of what I would call, uh, you know, a mystery illness and or is misdiagnosed with some right. kind of rheumatoid right. uh, kind of thing. And, and here's the crazy part, happened to me as well, right? So a, you you get to the doctor, you go to a PCP or a specialist, what whatnot. These lab tests that you need to do in order for you to really properly figure out what's going on. So in my case, nobody tested me for heavy metals. Nobody tested me for mold. Nobody tested me for Lyme. Nobody tested me for environmental that's toxins. That's amazing. Right? That's amazing and, that they didn't. But, and, but but all these labs are here in the US, right? Right. Um, so I went to Germany and of course now I have all these clients and I'm like, I can't send every second person to go to see my, my friend and, and, and doctor. Right. I mean, it is a little bit of a John. It is a little bit of a John and so forth. Yeah. Right. Right. And so, so, but we have these lab tests here that the trouble is they're not covered by insurance. Most of them are not. Right. Right. Um, and then, you know, the treatment options are there, uh, but certain things are not all FDA approved. So in other words, the chelation therapy that you need, and these are, right. you know, salt compounds that are administered intravenously. Um, there's two, they need three of them to get it out of your brain as well. Correct. Um, and only two are, are FDA approved. So what, what I'm, what I'm saying here is that it's crazy that we have all the tools and we have all of the the things that we actually should do in order to properly diagnose, none of it is being done, right? You normally spend whatever two minutes with a doctor and then you have, you know, a nurse that comes in and then you get a prescription, off you go. Yep. Um, so, so you know, my personal uh, passion really is to, to establish more and more autoimmune centers around the U.S., where people with some kind of a mystery illness can come and are, are, are you indeed, properly diagnosed. Are, are you indeed actively in a program to to initiate that with fellow? Yeah, yeah, okay, great. Yeah, yeah, if exactly. you wanted to expand so, upon that, please do. Please do. Yeah, I'm, I'm in early stages of it. The, you know, the good news is, and, and thanks to all the, uh, I guess, um, hangover clinics that are in Vegas and you know, they that. have figured out, well, it's, it's true, right? So all of the, hey, I have a hangover, come get a high dose vitamin C. I love C, that though, hangover. I'm going to steal that one. I'm going to steal that one. <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead. We, can, yeah, we can maybe go ahead. do another show on that, but it's, a, it's just fascinating that now there's more and more of these franchises that are popping up, even in, in uh, you know, they in really my state are. now too. They, they really are. And so it's just a matter of, you know, so we now have the tools to properly diagnose. We have the tools to properly get people better. But now we need to work on, uh, you know, insurance companies to actually finally pay for this because it, gen it can't be just for the rich and wealthy that, that do this, right? right? So right. If, a, if a lab test, like I just told you about, costs 600 bucks, well, you know, you probably in this day, day and age think twice about can I afford this or not? Um, right. And that's it. That's another challenge just here in the US where, you know, we talk about it's the greatest country and it is, but we are so behind in certain areas where we really are, where, 
where where I'm kind of going, hmm, why is it that they rather, you know, give you a pill and, and uh, you know, you get then another pill for the side effects of this? and Take you know, this pill and then I got two more for you. And when you come back next week, I might have three more for you. It's, it's incredible sometimes. Yeah. yeah. And, and I think now, and it's really grassroots, right? I think people are starting to understand that there are solutions available at their fingertips. They need to push for it. That's what I'm saying. Please be an advocate out there. Push your doctor. Don't take whatever he's tell he she is telling you uh, for face value, and really, really, really start to uh, you know start to push for better tests. And, and they're out there. So, and again, if you if if anyone is listening and you're in this, if you find yourself in a situation, I'm happy to be you know a, a please resource. Do, please you know, do please do please 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 reiterate how they can reach out to you and. What is entailed if you want to, you know, your first consultation or whatever, wherever you want to go with that, because it's so important. So please do repeat it again, how they can reach out to you, please. Yeah, absolutely. Just again, go, go to my website, simonluti.com. There's a contact me form, you know, fill that out. Um, I'll get in contact with you. You know, the first, uh, you know, 30 minutes is, is, uh, is complimentary just to kind of give you some information. Uh, and then obviously I charge my hourly rate for, you know, for of things. And, and as I said, I'm in the process with, uh, a couple of my, um, dear confidence and doctors that I trust here of setting up this autoimmune clinic. And, and hopefully we will get more and more of those. Good luck in that endeavor. I'm so glad to hear you got the ball rolling. I'm so happy. Right, exactly. Exactly. Well, wonderful. Um, so I don't know, Bill. Where do you where do you want to go? Well, what would be of interest? I would say we agreed that we wanted to try to keep it around thirty minutes, and we're great. We're great. Why don't we do this about that? If you're certainly comfortable in coming back, and we said that in the green room, it's such an extensive story. If we had the time, we could talk all night about it. That's we right. Put, that's right. We might yeah. put everybody to sleep if we went twelve hours. I kid a little bit. But why don't you segue out on whatever you want to make sure that we get in and like. 10 more minutes. How's that sound? Take it away. Yeah, please, absolutely. Please. Absolutely. Please. Um, so, you know, maybe the, 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 the fun part would be, you know, let's talk a little bit more about what's happening with applied um, neurocellular therapy, right? Like I mentioned, psilocybin is one that I am personally feeling encouraged about, but I'm a, not a medical doctor and it's illegal still. So I can't access it. I can't do anything with it, nor would I probably want to as not being a, medical professional um, it gets into I, a very gray area if you're not so yeah that's right yeah Continue. but i found the uh, lucia number three so this is the uh, hypnagogic lamp that i've referred to before um and it's really kind of a fun device it is uh functioning as an led light that also works with stroboscope um and it is um penetrating basically your your pineal gland right in the third pineal. eye yep yep Perfect. And it activates your alpha, beta, theta, and delta waves. And it's Thank almost you. like you have an, an LSD trip. Like, you know, think of it like as you close your eyes, you have this thing going, and now you have like a kaleidoscope of color. So your brain starts to fire up all kinds of dream journeys. And all, those neurons, dream all those neurons are starting to come alive. Continue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, so that's what we do in, in, a, in a session with me. So we, we basically put one... A person under for about uh, you know 20 25 minutes or so uh, and then it's a lot of it with hands-on healing right? right i will diagnose i will see where um um that you know the body is not in balance where there's per perhaps blockages um and i do this in the very kind of boo-boo state right of crystals and with my hands and we extract it. things and I we take it. stuff out 
but the the uh, you know the re results speak for itself so if somebody you know has had uh, chronic migraine chronic nerve pain chronic uh, pain of any kind of sorts and they're getting off and go wow it's gone i can't you know i can't believe it um and so that's been a fascinating um tool to have to assist um in kind of going going deeper into the pain body and let's maybe talk a little bit about um why this starts to show up in the first place right so there's this question of well you know like things happen in in the family right my right. grandfather had xyz uh, i don't want to give it power that's why i don't talk about right, you know, what right, it right. Is, but like, let's just pretend it's whatever but, right? but usually yeah. the commonalities and i don't mean that to minimize the situations but usually the common ones that you would hear it's my uncle charlie or what like you know whatever it is whatever it is whatever it is right 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 so yeah. so maybe let's use cholesterol that's a little bit you know that's a, it's a pretty you know widely known oh, uh, thing right so let's just say my mother had high cholesterol. So, you know, I'm more prone to have it. And um, we get a little bit into the genetics versus epigenetics. So the question that I pose uh, and start to really get interested about, is it really the genetics that determine the fate of something, right? So because my mom had high cholesterol, right. genetically now I have high cholesterol. Right. Um, and I would argue in the epigenetics that it's actually not the genetics that cause it, Correct. but it's the epigenetics, the thought Correct. that I could have a, you know, a risk or a higher risk. And so I manifest. So I go back, right? Why did I have cancer? Because I said cancer is not my future. But I was repeating this word have, cancer. How many right? times have any of us said, if let's say cancer, you know, oh, my God, my great grandfather had it, my uncle, my aunt, my brother, my sister. You get, I mean, you get like, I must be highly susceptible to it. You know, you can convince yourself that I'm going to get cancer. I'm going to get right. And so if, if, you know, if you think words have energy and energy is vibration and vibration is something that stirs the blood and all the liquid, we know Absolutely. we're 90% liquid, right? Absolutely. Uh, Absolutely. So, so, so my argument here is that actually we have to be super, super careful in the way that we phrase things. Word have power, words have power. And so wouldn't it be much better if I would, if I were to start to reframing this, oh, my mom has high cholesterol. I'm at risk for, for exactly. high cholesterol. You exactly. say, I live a long and healthy life, you know, wish my mom well, you know, I'm healthy, I'm healthy, I'm healthy. Yep. And don't even give any of this stuff power. Now, this is something that we would have to study a long, long time, but we are oh, seeing, you know, a lot of the great minds of, of, uh, of these days, Joe Dispenza is coming out, you know, Bruce Lipton is, is a person that I admire greatly. He has uh, the biology of belief. He's been talking about this for many decades now. And I think we're, we're coming at the, or arriving at this state again, where we're realizing it's like, oh my goodness, we actually have way more power to influence our own health than what, right. than what we thought before. And so that would be my encouragement to anyone who's listening. If you're dealing with, um, you know, a mystery illness with, you know, a tough diagnosis, I encourage you to just simply make that shift and say, I live a long and healthy life and I'm healthy. Do this quietly or out loud for 30, 60 times a day for 30 days or for months or two, if you can, and just observe what happens to you. It doesn't cost you a dime. And I guarantee you that you will be in a completely different state afterwards. Word after words about I love that idea. And, and I love that philosophy because it's just, again, to however long ago I said it, it puts you in touch to what the body's innate to do. And 
of course, through the populace around the world, it's dormant in a lot of us, but it's in there. It's in there. It's in there. Sometimes you have to really dig deep to get it to wake up. But if you want someone, why don't you start to phase out? If you always ask my guests, the world as it is and all of that kind of stuff, especially now, if some people are really having trouble with it, you know, dealing with, you know, what they're seeing or thinking or what have you. As we slowly segue out, what would you what would you say as words of, you know, to maybe take a deep, calming breath? What would you be, what would you say to those that are really maybe having a tough time with what's happening at the moment, or what they may envision is happening? Yeah, yeah, it's a you know, it's it's a it's a tough question. It's a very tough I would, question. <laughs> I would say is, uh, you know, there's so much noise uh, around Thank us you. altogether, right? Optimum word. Thank you. The, 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 new, the news and everything else and, you know, doom and gloom of, of all the world. Um, you know, I just came back from a psilocybin retreat actually in, uh, in Germany. Oh, did you? And as a result of that, I had to not drink not drink coffee, uh, exactly. you know, super healthy eating. Exactly. Um, and also not watch the news it, it, uh, do, do, yourself, do yourself in my opinion do yourself that favor whether you go on a psilocybin retreat and i kid a little bit keep that pink noise out it's so counter, know, right? well so counterintuitive to trying to get good health yeah yeah and you know i mean i know people that are glued to the tv and watch cnn or whatever fox all yep. day long yeah but it, but again words have power and they you do. start to like you know get more and more depressed because you know if you watch all the stuff and you can't believe everything that's out there right so i would also I encourage people I like know. you know there's a lot of theater it. there's a lot of theater to it as well exactly exactly well. and and even the buddha you know at one point said question everything including your teacher and including me right? right so don't believe everything that you're hearing and seeing but my really my point here is Maybe take a 30-day hiatus from, from the news. Love that advice. Turn it off. Turn Love off your, all advice. the notifications of your phone. And, you know, you will find that your mental state starts to improve, that you're, you know, and the world continues, right? It's like uh, whether you know exactly what's happening, you know, tomorrow or not, uh, at next door or in, across the globe, um, I, I, I think we have become so... Uh, we're making ourselves sick, I guess, is what I'm saying. We, we by, really by are. Paying attention we really are. It's like a gas stove or whatever. I think sometimes we're turning, we're turning the notch up, self-induced, self-induced. Yeah, yeah. Well, and you know, and I, I come from a very intellectual family, and I was told that you know you have to read the paper and you have to stay informed, otherwise, you know, you're not a good human being. And so then I have that in my like, oh my god, like 30 days without news, I'm a bad Again, person. Conditioning it covered the gamut when <laughs> yeah, we were. I, you come to together, right? Stuff. You got to go to a certain school or what, right? I mean, we, yeah, we yeah. were preconditioned in a lot of ways. And then that can build that self-doubt. Or, well, I can't go to that school or whatever the thing is that you were told. You've got to. You've got to do parents, parental. And God love yeah, parents. Yeah. God love and, our and parents. And I envision, I envision a world where we start to pay attention to each other i always say like if we were to break bread more often with don't with we our need neighbors, that again enemies, don't we need that communal stories you know like what you and i are doing tonight is nothing more than to listen to each other's story no, well, we to used to sit out on the stoop and what have you i mean you could do that a little bit more wouldn't it be great if we didn't have to argue politics and republican wouldn't democrats it just be and great to go, like, just, wouldn't it be great to go you, like hey Simone, how you doing today 
How you doing, right. man? How was your day? Right? How's your day? How's it going? Yeah. How's it going? Yeah. What you have to know? What you have for dinner? Get tonight? to know the person. I'm teasing. I'm teasing a little bit. Hey, what you have for dinner? I'm teasing. I'm teasing. But but that one to one and put all that monkey mindness out because that's what it is. That's right. I mean, we're that's all right. apes, exactly. but we're all apes, but. We don't have to be. We don't. We don't have to be. We can certainly slow down the monkey brain and you. Uh, you know, and kind Thank of you. just bring down our nervous system too. So, great question. Okay, so one more quick time because I don't want to rush you and I want you back. But is there anything else that you want to leave it with for today? And then maybe we can segue to be continued, if you will. So, please, if there's any one more point or something like that, to close. Yeah, out. absolutely. Absolutely. And and I'm going to leave a little teaser here, baby. This is the fun part, um, as you're asking Please me. Please do. Please do. Uh, you know, I long believe that there is more between heaven and earth than yeah, I can see. Um, and um, I have, through my training, also learned um, how to do spirit entity removals and spirit clearings. Like when weird shit happens in your house and or stuff is happening. Um, and uh, it's been really, really interesting to help people with um depression with mental stuff you know like stuff is hanging on you like it's the pretty matrix. rampant right it's now happening. it's pretty it's rampant happening. right now all kinds of forms of mental disorder that's right that's right yeah and i've been yeah. i've been trained um on on doing doing this in a safe way of removing that and maybe this will be a fun show to talk a bit about all the metaphysical and all the extraterrestrial and all Let, this stuff that's floating it. around right come on around your schedule really around your schedule you reach Perfect. out to me we we exchange in we exchange in the green room if i have any advantage you know i i am retired and it's probably a little bit easier for me in the in the life cycle that we talked about we're on, the, on the same time zone now so, so it's all reach, good in the same time zone and maybe we won't try to book it out six months like we talked about too Perfect. So, yeah, you know, let's have you back. And I would love to, to be continued. So, love it. love it. Let's do it. So let's do it. And I'm going to sign off to the audience for today. And I want to say to everybody, thank you for joining us as always. Please continue to do so. And please take some, Simone's advice at face value. I, I, love the, I love the 30-day hiatus. Try that. Try that and, and exchange it with me if you feel comfortable in doing so at the message board or whatever. And maybe that could carry over into a little Q&A or something like that when Simone comes back to us, perhaps. So I'm going to see you all tomorrow. Good Lord willing and the creek don't rise. I think I got a couple days left. I'll be right here waiting for you. So we'll see you all tomorrow. Thank you so much. We'll say bye-bye for now. Make it a safe and productive day and peace. Everybody, we'll see you tomorrow. Thanks, everybody.